0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We're in the mini-management series on money management. And God willing, we're going to continue with other topics. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. So we spoke yesterday and the previous sessions about different ideas and different activities. Great websites such as Pen Assistive Tech Foundation. And Widens also is great, as well as ConsumerCredit.com. And different bank websites, such as TDBank.com, also has good lessons and good activities, especially for teachers in the classroom to talk money management and to talk to kids and help kids learn about money. Like these different games they think of, like a money roll game where the dice could be involved with different amounts of money. Like the dice could have a $10 10 on it, and it could have a 5 on it, it could have a 2 on it, and whatever you roll could be the different amounts of money that has to be calculated and worked out in the game itself. You could also have the number of pennies as on a dice, so if the dice is a 1 to a 6 dice, you want to use a dice from Monopoly game or another board game, That's the number that ro- is rolled is the number of pennies that's on the dice, and then you could trade up for the next coin until you get a dime until you get a quarter. So for example, if you roll a 1 or you roll a 5, that's 5 cents. That's that then it could be rolled up and it could be traded up to a nickel. And then if you roll again and then you get 10, you could trade up to a dime. And whoever gets to the quarter first is the one that wins. That's called the money roll game. You could use a regular dice in order to get kids to understand the value of different coins and then whoever gets to that quarter first and you could go all the way up to a dollar using the different quarter amounts as well. A Play Store is a very cool idea. Also, a lot of different schools have a PBIS store where they do a system, a token economy, where they get dollar bucks or gotcha bucks in my in the school that i was in or other ways of doing that they could get tokens or raffle tickets and they could trade that in and if you want to use practice money that would be even better trade that in for real items and you could have ordinary items with different price tags and the kids can learn how to purchase different things they could use coins they could use dollars to purchase especially if it's player practice money or you get money that looks really like real money they could learn those dollar eva- amounts. You could use the token economy as a reward system, but even without a reward system, if kids are given coins and dollars they could use and they could try to figure out to purchase different items and different things, you could use all the money. You could give it to a kid to learn how to budget, also. You could have a cash register, a play cash register, one. Kid could be the storekeeper to give the change to the other kid who's trying to buy stuff. They could also make a wish list, they can make a bullet list, they can make a list in general of items they want to get. They could take a look at the Play Store and see what's in the Play Store, they could try to get different items within the Play Store. And that's just a cool thing to do in order to use real money. And then, of course, if you go to a real store and the kid is old enough and understands the value, then maybe he could be the one that gives in the dollar bills. I did this with my students in high school a few years ago. We went, and I let the student give the dollar amount. And I had them, I had the student, I had her, or he try to figure out the amount, how much it was necessary. If it was 36. I wanted them to count out two 20s and figure out how much change they could get. So a play store, a real store, you could do that with also. Then there's also a game called Pocket Change, which is a coin variety, and you have to get the kid to figure out what you are talking about. So you say, I have 12 cents in my pocket, and it's three coins. What is it? And they should try to figure out that it's two pennies. And a dime, or they could try to figure out whatever it is depending on what the question is that you give them. And they could try to use their thinking skills and their math skills in order to learn about the coins as well so they could get some good money management. There are many different smartphone apps that are cool also. I heard about this app called PiggyBot, which tracks your allowance spending. So that's pretty cool for different kids. And then there's Bankaroo, which is a virtual piggy bank. And that can help them figure out how to save money. Then there's one called Saving Spree, which teaches to spend frugally and to teach how to to spend fiscally, also not to spend too much. And then there's one called iAllowance, which is an allowance app, app as well. I like when you use the money for the allowance. I like when you do when you get real money for allowance, when they do chores, or if you give allowance. I was given allowance, I remember, when I was in high school. I think I was given about 20 a week, and if I figured out the seven days when two of them are not even in school... Most of the times, how can you budget that $20 to make it throughout the whole week? Some weeks was pinching, some weeks was not hard at all, but if there were weeks that the kid could find out and you could figure out with the kids how to budget, it's good for them. And even if they want a lot more, you figure out the dollar value that works for you and your child, and if you want to give a child even younger, that's up to you, but using real money for allowance and if they do chores, it depends on what the family decides, if you want it to just be an internal reward of doing chores to help out around the house to feel like a good helper around the house and to feel like you're contributing so that they could become a, a contributing adult <coughs> excuse me. Or if you want to give them money for doing things that's up to you. But use that real money, let them budget it. Again, the clear jar and the piggy bank and the charity jar are all nice ideas also to get them to learn about benevolence and beneficence, which is an O T term in the ethics model that we talk about, helping others and trying to do good for others. So not only saving money for themselves, but saving money to give to others also. You could also do different summer jobs. You could recycle for cash and you could do different services, a pet service, or you could do a blog, you could do Twitter, you could garden, there are different things and chores and money that kids could get, especially in summer jobs, that they could learn about the money and figure out how to save the money. And then there's another game called Make It Count. And they could figure out ways to learn how to use the money to get the money to work for them. You can look it up. It's called Make account. It it's a different way of using different activities in order to figure out how to best budget and use that money. Of course, money simulation activities is very nice. Also, real money, not just simulating, but using the money real, such as if you go to a yard sale or a tag sale or a garage sale. Don't just go to yourself, but go with your kids. Bring them and see how much different things cost and see how much money you bring with you. And say, Timmy or, or whoever it is, or Janet, whatever the kid's name is, you bring them with you and you say, look how much this costs, look how much money we have. How can we figure out how much it is? How much do we have? How much do you have? How much can we get? And these yard sales and tag sales and garage sales, especially if you have room in your house or your apartment or whatever, it's really good items and really cool things to find. They sometimes have really good catches and really good prices. And if you bring the real money, and especially if you're doing change, let the kid work out how to get that money and how to figure out how to get the proper amounts for that money. Of course, kids don't and they could volunteer they could donate their time they could donate their money they could donate their clothing they could donate their food you could teach kids it's not just about materialism but it's about striving higher and doing things that might be harder but really benefits the whole society around them because in Otilan we don't want to just materially help people we want to help people all around to give to, to get the best independence and function they could have, but also to contribute to others who might not have as much, who might not be as well off as we are. And we have to figure out how to do that by giving time, by giving money, along with the money management theme, by giving clothing, giving food to all these different places. There's so many good places. The Red Cross is a great foundation. The Salvation Army. There's so many different places, so many things to do. You could also do a show-and-tell activity where they could do lessons by doing and seeing how to use the proper money values and how to figure out how to budget and using those different things and show and tell by using the coins and using the dollar bills properly. You could also use pretend checks. You could explain how it works, especially if the kids are of the proper age, especially going from middle school to high school where in the real world they're going to learn how to do that. They sell them at Amazon. They're very cool. You could also balance a checkbook. We did this in different lessons in mental health. And then you could also have Paper mache banks and paper mache cash registers. You can make different arts and crafts activities using these different items in money management. Of course, this is not an all-inclusive list. We just wanted to give some different ideas and different activities involving money management, which is a very important aspect of life. And in OT land, we bring that up, as especially in IADLs when dealing with money management and getting kids to learn hands-on so they can learn how to do all these things as they grow up and get older. And join us next time as we continue the Money Management Not the money management series. We finished that today. But as we continue next time on the mini management series, moving over to healthy eating. Let's talk managing healthy eating. We're going to give some ideas, activities, and advice here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.